Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help ease your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's ruined. Hey everybody, this is Hallie. And this is Allison. And welcome to Ruin's very first after show. We're trying something new. It's a new year. This is uh, in the in the spirit of the talking dead. I guess we're ruining ruined right now. Um, so if you have not listened to the episode earlier this week, the regular Tuesday, make sure you listen to that before you listen to this amazing, super fun episode that we have for everybody here. So... Do that first, which would be the movie Leprechaun. Yes, the uh, iconic uh, Jennifer Aniston vehicle, 1993's Leprechaun. And in addition to being our first after show, we have our Ruin's very first guests. We'd like to welcome Bethany Watson and Kathleen Heaney from an Acquired Taste podcast. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. I'm fangirling so hard right now because I... I'm obsessed with the Ruined podcast. I tell everybody, including my mom, that they have to listen all the time. God bless you. I think this is the first podcast that Kathleen and I are both actively listening to and at the same point. Like, we're both caught up. We both talk (laughs) about it. We we love you. Yes. Oh, my God. That's unnecessary, but we love it. (laughs) You guys are both a bag of magical leprechaun gold, and we feel the exact same way about you and your podcast. Yes. We were just talking about it. I just want to hear soothing, funny women talking about anything. That that is not the actual subject of that day's news. Even a couple days makes a difference. Right. I don't need people doing their funny version of the daily. Like, I want to hear, like, complaints about, like, the way that snack foods are named and, Mm -hmm. like, all, like, Mm -hmm. I love it. I'm, we're so excited. This is, like, such an obvious crossover that we had to do. So we're so excited that you're here to talk about this. Thank you. you know, cinematic Marvel, I think, that we really are talking about here. Yeah, and let's yeah. get into it. Um, you guys actually suggested the movie of this week. And my understanding is that, Kathleen, you have seen it. Yes. And Bethany, have you You have not seen it. As of last night, I have seen it. Okay, <gasps> great. This is perfect. Okay, yeah. so I'm the only one who has not this seen it. This is a blind spot in my horror film, oeuvre. So um, I, I, I watched it last night, and I have— Thoughts and feelings. Oh, my God. <laughs> Great. And I, you definitely don't want to have a leprechaun in your blind spot. That's the worst place no, for him to be. No. Oh, hell no. No. And to kick it off, uh, Kathleen, I believe that this is a movie you saw as a child that terrified you. I, just unpack that for us. Yeah. So, let's hear. I, I think any millennial on the older, like on the higher mm-hmm. end of the mm-hmm. spectrum. We're there. Uh, <laughs> this movie really is the first movie that I remember absolutely terrifying the underpants Mm -hmm. off of me. And and (laughs) I was asking my mom last night because I was telling her that we were going to record this podcast today. And I was like, mom, we should watch, we should do a refresh on the movie (gasps) Leprechaun. And I was like, did we have any rules growing up? Because I was definitely too young (laughs) to see this movie when I did Mm -hmm. see it. And I would say like up until maybe last week, I was still afraid of my parents' basement, a hundo percento, Mm -hmm. thinking that every single wooden crate down there was housing a tiny little leprechaun ready to kill my whole family. I still sort of feel that way. Yeah. Like, as as I near 40, I, part of me is like, I wouldn't go down to basement alone. No. Mm-mm. No. And, and the worst part is basements. Like, why don't basement designers think of this? Why is mm-hmm. the light always at the bottom of the staircase? Why isn't it yeah. at the top of the no. staircase? That's Put a very valid point. Put it up top. So, obviously, Kathleen, as a child, this would be terrifying. Bethany, what was your experience watching this as an adult? First of all, it made me appreciate baby Jennifer Aniston so much. Ugh. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> a star. A star. A star. She, she was so likable. And you you mentioned it on the, the regular episode. She's so likable. So she takes these characters who are bratty, and she did it with Rachel Green, too. And she somehow makes these people just really lovable. But I was profoundly bored for the first— 
like 30 to 35 minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I felt like there wasn't a soundtrack where there maybe should be. There's a lot of like— Oh, that's an interesting point. Slow dialogue. But then once— once the leprechaun is just unleashed on, into the world on a tricycle, I was like, I am in. I have bought mm-hmm. it. Take all my money. I am, I am, you have <laughs> sold me on this project. And do you guys think, like, did either of you feel, like, obviously it's different as a child, but it's like, is the leprechaun scary? Yes. No. What? Okay. Bethany. Okay. Wrong. We're not fighting, but we're mad. <laughs> I mean, it's so grotesque. Absolutely the most mm-hmm. grotesque face. Yeah. And it, it, leprechauns are supposed to be, like, jolly and bring you luck. And this leprechaun needs, A, needs some Botox. B, needs mm-hmm. to see a dermatologist ASAP. Has never worn sunscreen in his <laughs> life. No, no. Very obvious. And he's Irish, so he should know that you have to wear sunscreen. This right. is obviously, and as someone who is Irish, this is what you will look like if you don't wear sunscreen. You <laughs> yeah. will end up looking like the leprechaun. This should be what they put next to, like, copper tone <laughs> in a CVS. It's like, as, you just don't want to be this. And, like, real quick, are you guys, like, is one of you more of a horror Aficionado? Is, like, one of you scared? Are you both into horror movies? Are you both indifferent? Like, what's the, what's your take on horror in general? Which one is the Hal and which one is the Alice? Yeah, that's, that's what I want to know. <laughs> I, think, I think I love them more. I mm-hmm. think I've probably seen more. But Kathleen, I know you recently realized that you love them. Okay, oh, great. Wow. Yeah. Late in life. So, like, Bethany got me into horror movies. I used to be terrified of everything. Like, Paranormal Activity, when that came out, mm-hmm. I think I slept with the lights on for six months. Um, but <laughs> Bethany kind of, like, turned me on to the magic of horror movies. And I have seen so many this past year <laughs> that nothing scares me anymore, except for wow. Leprechaun. <laughs> so proud. Well, I do think that, like, the movies that scar us yes. are not the scariest movies. Mm-hmm. They're just whatever you saw too soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that was another question I wanted to ask you, because I have, Elsa and I have talked about it, as older millennials, having that moment of going to Blockbuster with your parents and then just looking at all of the covers of the VHS and DVDs, do you have any movies that you could remember as a kid seeing just the cover image and that being like, I don't know anything about this movie, I am terrified. Fright Night. Yes. was right. too much because of the girl with the shark smile <gasps> that I could, it was something about, it was the first time I'd ever seen someone smile too big mm-hmm. and smiling too big is really upsetting. And so I haven't seen it to this day because that image is just really upsetting. Ooh. I just Googled that, Bethany, and my, my <laughs> I'm not making a nice face right now. Like, that's it's terrifying. <laughs> it's awful. Ooh, I'm terrified of child's play. Yes. yes. And I, I don't know, it, maybe it's a connection to Leprechaun, things that are small that can also kill you. I just, it throws me off my game. I can't deal. <laughs> I think also the, like, Child's Play and the Leprechaun have a similar, like, the whatever the makeup or practical effects that they use, like, f- to make them scary, is, yeah. like, a very specific kind of look. Like, it's kind of, like, reddish, waxy skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I now, if there's no practical effects on the actor playing the leprechaun, I deeply apologize. But that's just <laughs> how it is in my memory and how it photographed on the cover. So, yeah. But there is something about that, kind, like there's something like where everything's like a little red, which is like a little blood adjacent, like mm-hmm. is a very like, and was very specific to like that like mid to late 80s Yeah, style. like it was all, it was a lot of foam, I feel like they don't use as yeah. much foam anymore on mm-hmm. on the face. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but yeah, because he wasn't, he couldn't move. I was really distracted by the fact that he had no upper lip at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. that took away some of the fear. Because I was like, you could really, because Warwick Davis is actually a very attractive man. And yeah. I just remember thinking, God, you still could have been a real, like a bit of a snack of a leprechaun if we had just gotten an upper lip on that. And I mean, like, are you imagining he would have like more of like a Kylie Jenner, like they'd have to yeah. pencil it in like over the makeup? Yeah, like over like a fi- Or like a filler. Like a filler, like kind of that smooth, like no uh, difference between your skin and your lip. Bump. There's no Cupid's bow. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, anything at that point I think would have been an improvement. Yes. But imagine, Kathleen, imagine how messed up you would be as an adult if— the leprechaun was also hot. Like, I feel like it's like, that would ruin a kid's life of like, I'm terrified, but also I'm like kind of into Into it. it. That would just be the perfect setup for somebody uh, just to be asexual from age nine (laughs) to dead. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like that would be your fetish is that you're like, I'm sorry, you do have to dress up, not just as a leprechaun, but as Warwick Davis from 
the original leprechaun film. This leprechaun. <laughs> you know, I do have to say, though, despite the grotesque face and the very bad orangey um, blood-adjacent makeup, he the, the leprechaun character was wearing, like, very cute, and I didn't appreciate this when I was a little kid watching this, very cute pink pedal pushers. And I was like, <laughs> all right, like, this is something I could get down with. I like that the costume director was like, let's go with pink on this. Let's not go with red. Let's go with pink. <laughs> Yeah, he has a look, and it's yeah. like, clearly he takes care of his clothes. Like, he's a man with a style. It's a very terrifying style. But, <laughs> yeah, there is something. It, it gives you more t- as, like, the villain of a horror movie to cling to, rather than, like, he's just, like, in a shapeless little outfit. Right. <laughs> yeah, you see his full bod. And I do—I didn't know this, that, like, the whole thing about him needing to shine shoes, mm-hmm. I appreciate a man who takes care of his things. Exactly. And Absolutely. others. I've never made that connection before with leprechauns and shoe shining. Is that like part of folklore that leprechauns love shoes or is it just for this movie? Based on my go- light Googling, yes. yes that is, is the one element where I don't think they have to compulsively do it. But I think it's like, does this, I feel like there's another, there's like the um, cobblers where like fairies go to a shoemaker and make shoes at night. Is this ringing any bells? No, 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 that is. And also like, I don't know, this feels relevant, like (laughs) the Dutch as a people are also, like the wooden shoes of like the- the, We're indicting both the Dutch and the Irish in this episode. (laughs) Look, if I I can't offend white European people, I don't know what I'm going to do. There's no one left. I need to bring them all in. Um, No, but like, I do feel like shoes are like a very, like more than most other items of clothing are kind of like part of a lot of folklore and mythology. And then also like used in horror a lot. There's something scary about shoes because like shoes without everything else is like, well, what happened here? Whereas if you saw like a shirt on the ground somewhere, you'd be like, I don't know, maybe somebody took it off. But like, if someone has taken off their shoes or lost their shoes, that is... It's very specific. Yeah, it's kind of upsetting. And I laughed out loud, like gut belly laugh. With, and the part in the movie when they're trying to distract the leprechaun and they start tossing shoes <laughs> like you toss T-shirts at a it's sports ball genius. game. It's genius. Yeah. Like, 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 it's almost like if your pet is trying to do something that you don't want it to do, you distract it with a treat. Like, come here, <laughs> kitty, kitty, I have some food for you. Here, leprechaun, take a sneaker and a loafer and a flat and a mule. and like, <laughs> It's like so demeaning to like this character that they are terrified of, but yet they're still able to treat it like a, like a pet. You're just throwing a bunch of shoes in the dirt, being like, here you go, leprechaun, clean our shoes. <laughs> and he's thrilled about it. He's like, yes, dirty shoes, unmatched shoes, give me more. <laughs> and I, I think it, it speaks to how in the film, like, they had to, like, plot onto the leprechaun. Is it they're plotting onto a vampire? You know, like, he has to have a weakness. His weakness is shoes. I mean, right. so say us all. I mean, right. that's all of our weakness. Right. I mean, this is basically a sex in the city. It's, yeah. it's like he loves yeah. shoes. I was watching because they have to, there's only so many times they can show the leprechaun in the same shot with everyone running from him because you quickly realize how unlikely it is. Like, it's three adults and a child. They could all kick his ass pretty easily. And so the creative ways that they have to cut it and put him on roller skates and put him on a tricycle and put him in a car to try to keep us from realizing that they probably could just kick him and they would be okay. Yes. I think one of the most visually pleasing parts of the movie is when the leprechaun is on roller skates and he goes through the fence and the exact it, it, shape incredible. of Absolutely him. Incredible. Like, it, it, like the fence was cut out in the exact shape of a little leprechaun on roller skates, like plowing right through the fence. I was like, you know what? Someone there is really creative. <laughs> yeah. Or watches a lot of Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So I have a bit of a trivia game. So I don't know. Have you guys seen any of the other Leprechaun films in the franchise? Yes. Have you, Kathleen? I have not. Yes. There's Which is the one where there's a fan that turns into Jennifer Aniston's boobs and the guy wants to touch the boobs and then the fan cuts them all up? Which Is that the second or the third? I want to say it's the second. I believe also, I want to say it's not Jennifer, or like Jennifer Aniston refused to be in it. Oh, she did? So she's not in the second one. 
But um, I believe, yeah, it's either the second or third one. Let's see which which one of the franchise. That scene. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. Because there's yeah. one where it's sort of like about like sloth and lust, you know, yes. sort of these. Um, yeah, and the leprechaun, like, yeah, tries to get people, like lure them into bed. And then he kills some guy who's reaching out to touch these boobs, except it's a fan that cuts off all his phalanges. You know what? If I had a dime for every time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Leprechaun 3. Why do I know this? I Why have do never you know seen this, this in my yes, adult life. It's Leprechaun life. 3, which is set in Las Vegas. So it's oh, all about like Las sin and, and, and depravity and, and lust, which is also, I think, like a smart, it's like the, I guess, like, like Leprechaun is sort of like this mythological creature who's all about gold and greed. Putting him in Vegas makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 It brings out the whole lesson. So there are seven movies total, and I just have a, a quick trivia game. And I again, this is, I think, much like the film franchise itself, this is not about what's right or wrong. This is what feels right. Okay. You know? <laughs> right. So my first question, so Leprechaun 4 in space, okay? okay. I don't need to tell you, it takes place in space. <laughs> the Leprechaun spirit goes into the body of a Marine— Okay. How does his spirit go into the Marine's body? Here are your options. One, he turns into a bowl of Lucky Charms and the Marine eats him. (laughs) Um, Two, he leaves his hat for the Marine to find. The Marine puts it on his head and the leprechaun crawls out of his ear. Or three, the Marine pees on what he believes to be the leprechaun's dead body and the leprechaun's spirit travels back up into his penis, into his body. Like an electric fence? Like an electric, exactly. (laughs) Um, Which of those feels right to you? Kathleen, which feels... I have a vibe for number two. Okay, yeah, let's go at number two. Do you think the two? The the ear, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right, great. And the answer, of course, is three. He does (gasps) travel up into the Marine's urethra and manifests in the Marine's body as gonorrhea. No, he... (laughs) Wait, Really? Yes. I also want to be clear, this movie takes place in space. So this has nothing to do with space whatsoever. Yeah, this but is like, wonderful. I'm glad they brought STDs into space. And they yeah. were like, yeah. we should definitely blend these two topics that have so much overlap. Safe oh. sex. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and this is the second question. And again, these questions could be from any Leprechaun film of the franchise. Okay. In Leprechaun 4 in space, the Leprechaun surprises the crew by A, turning invisible— B, becoming giant, or C, transforming into a dragon. Again, this movie (laughs) takes place in space. (laughs) How any of that would make sense, it doesn't. Just go look inside yourself and say which one feels right. What you think is right. Invisible, giant, or dragon. I'm going to go with invisible. That is where my heart is leading me. How about you, Bethany? Yeah, my heart also says invisible. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Again, sorry to strike out, ladies. He becomes giant. Again, on a spaceship. (laughs) Which does not, that does not make any sense why there'd be no. room for him to become giant, and no. yet he does. Oh, it's, wow. You know what? It's finally time for him to kick that Napoleon complex, just yeah. at least for a little bit, you know? And then final, finally, I have one more question. Again, could, could come from any movie in the franchise. Okay. In Leprechaun 4 in space. The so, leprechaun, so really just the space one. Yes, I, I okay. want to be clear. It so, could yeah, have it come could from have any been. movie, and yet it didn't. It only came from four. So you just watched the space one is what we're yes. saying. Okay, great. Gotcha. I have actually seen, I believe I've seen through five, so I believe I saw him go to the hood and then return <laughs> once again to the hood. But I've not seen the two most recent ones. But the two most recent ones, I think one was in like um, uh, Leprechaun Origins and then another Leprechaun. They're not Warwick Davis. They have a new leprechaun. Mm. So I don't know how you feel about that. Hmm. I guess he wanted to move on and branch out and, yeah, Not play the leprechaun anymore. Not play the leprechaun anymore. Yeah. All right, so just our final question again from Leprechaun 4 in space. The leprechaun injects the commander of the spaceship, who unrelatedly is a cyborg, but this has something to do with it. Unimportant. He injects this person with a combination of DNA. What is the combination of DNA? A, tiger and cobra, B, scorpion and tarantula, or C, wolf and python. Ooh. All deadly combinations. Yeah. The last one's a little sexy. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ladies, again, go with your gut. It has been wrong every time, but yeah, I believe but this time it could be. It yeah. could lead you to the correct answer. Thank you for for the faith that you should not be putting in us. I, Kathleen, my heart says wolf and python. Okay, then let's go with it because I would love to see at that hybrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, let's say wolf, okay. wolf python. 
The answer is, of course, scorpion and tarantula. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. We should have known. The question. It's a tie to the first movie where Jennifer <laughs> Aniston is like, ew, scorpion, I don't like this wow. house, daddy. Give me wow. a hotel. Wow. wow. Kathleen, I'm impressed at how much credit you're giving this film franchise. <laughs> yeah, that they're like, we should dig deep and do a callback to several movies earlier and not just, what are two bugs? <laughs> I want to see Jennifer Aniston come back. If Sex in the City can come back to make a comeback, Jennifer Aniston can take time out of her busy schedule to, mm-hmm. re- to do another Leprechaun movie. I'm just saying. I feel like if they they could have one on HBO Max and if she returned to the franchise, everyone would lose their minds. Like, people <laughs> yeah. would love that. There would be if, so much goodwill. If 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 Jennifer Aniston and Warwick mm-hmm. Davis come back together, yeah. he caresses mm-hmm. her leg and everyone freaks out. I would, again, take my money. I would subscribe to that. What if Absolutely. they did that and made a very good movie? Like, not campy. Wow, not, that's what a if they question. Ma- what if they brought in, like, really good screenwriters, like incredible directors, like really like spent the money on it besides just what she would demand for the salary and like made an incredible film for Leprechaun 8. Like Jordan Peele presents <gasps> yes. oh my Leprechaun. God. Okay. Oh. I would be so there for that. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, I, I'd watch I, the I, hell out of that. You, Allison, just that suggestion, it's like turning me on a little bit. And I, <laughs> I don't like to feel sexual feelings when I'm discussing Leprechaun, but it's there and I just, I cannot deny it. It's like you yeah. also can't help it. I, I mean, know, it's I just can't. happening. Oh, man. Now that you point out that Warwick Davis is hot, it is like you could imagine the other version of this. Yeah. Like, we saw uh, Candyman and Tony Todd, uh-huh. a legend, yes. is Candyman. And it's like kind of what makes Candyland compelling is that Tony Todd is hot. Like, you yeah. could easily make yeah. that villain disgusting. You're like, I don't know. Like, I see where he's coming from. Like, I sympathize more. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's it, like the sexiness and the charisma, like general charisma that, like, these actors have. That's why vampires are so exciting. Yeah. It's because they're mm-hmm. sexy and dangerous and you have mm-hmm. to want to be close to them in order for them to get you. Mm-hmm. And so they have to, you know, pull you in and be sexy and so you're all conflicted. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They couldn't do the same, you couldn't have the same storylines if it was about like trolls and ogres or like yeah. something else. Like it's like the, there's like a real sex appeal. There's that push-pull. <laughs> it's really dangerous. Yes. In this movie, does Jen Aniston get together with the leprechaun. Like, are we imagining? What if it's a rom-com? <laughs> like, what if? You know what? A rom-com. Can, hmm. You know, we're North, North Dakota is a character, too. I think that... <laughs> it's I think, the fourth character. <laughs> it's, um... Look, maybe, the, maybe there was, like, a, an hour there where everyone was running away or screaming or something, and it was just Jennifer and the leprechaun. And maybe they just sat down and, like, had a drink or something. And, you know, like... Things were so wrong, but so right. And we just, they just cut that part of the movie. I honestly do feel like this is definitely not the worst movie that Jennifer Aniston has been in. Mm-mm. Like, I guess I was reading online, like, for a while she was trying to pretend that, like, or sort of bury this part of her past. Mm-hmm. But I think she's been in a lot worse movies. Yeah. She's, she's so in Mac and Me, in which this. I didn't realize. She's oh, in I Ma- didn't know that. Mac and Me. Oh, oh, her role is Dancer in McDonald's. Oh, God. Mm. I can understand why that didn't really break yeah, through. That's not going to be a calling yeah. card for you. I think that this is, I think she should be really proud of this. I think she, oh, yeah. she comes out of this sparkling. And I think mm-hmm. that you're on her side. She does a great job. It's not her fault that, you know, it's a low-budget movie. She she does great. And I think that's what's important. It's a very likable movie. And I didn't think so for the first 35 minutes. <laughs> But it's it's wonderful. You need things to pick yeah, up. Yeah. Um, do you want a final score or something or no, Allie? Oh, um, I mean, you guys lost. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys uh, just, um, you know, and it was a hard, having not seen that movie, what, those, those were hard questions because they don't follow any kind of human logic. So, right. you know, you mm-hmm. couldn't say, mm-hmm. here's what I would do because no, this was written by an insane person, you know. So there's no way you could have known those answers. Well, thank you. Thank you so, for being it, gentle. Score, Great job. Zero. Appreciate it. Yeah. But great job and good effort. Thank you. <laughs> A for effort, zero for final for, score. Yes, that's, final score. We'll take okay. it. We'll that's take okay. it. We've talked like a little bit about shoes, but I have like a fun segment for us to talk more about. I mean, we're four ladies. We're talking <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Um, this is basically sex in the city. Um, <laughs> just the four of us digitally talking. Um this is more like a little chat, not necessarily a game. There will be no score. But like, <laughs> I think that the, le- I find, I watched the trailer and nothing else for this movie, but we talked about it a lot. And like, those are scary shoes that he wears. Mm, like, yeah. mm-hmm. that like, 
you know, square buckle, like low block heel. Yeah. Old and look like there's something scary about that shoe, but like it's definitely not the only scary shoe out there. No. And I have some other ones that I think are scary. And I hope that like maybe you have some thoughts about like scary shoes from like your personal history, just from like the world of fashion, pop culture. But we can just like chat. We could just talk shoes and hey. leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, but like one of the first, I think one of the scariest shoes from my own personal experience, and we're all the same age, so we might have this in common, is um, ballet flats. Oh, mm-hmm. God. I yeah. mean, why are those scary? Who among us has not had our feet just <sighs> ripped to shreds and blisters by <sighs> shitty ballet flats yeah. that we were to work? No arch support, sweaty feet. Sweaty feet. Just, and your feet get dirty. Yeah. Ballet shoes in New York. That's the, the real issue. I think, <laughs> yes. yeah, if you live somewhere else, you drive everywhere, you put yeah. them on when you get to work, that's fine. I remember walking in shoes, yeah, until the bottom just fell out and then yeah. I'm just walking on the ground. Yes. Or I might as well have been walking on the ground. There was just a layer of tissue paper. There yeah. were times where there were holes in the bottom of ballet flats I had that I kept wearing them at least for another couple of weeks before of I replaced them. And then on like a summer day, you take them off at the end of the day Ugh. and there is there is a, a contrasting line from where the shoe sat and then the dirt that's <laughs> yes. on top of your foot. Yes. yes. And it's just this awful speckled gray color and it's mm-hmm. gross. You know, I think about um, what's on my feet very carefully now before I go to the gynecologist because oh, years yes. ago... Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't have (laughs) socks. I went to the gynecologist in the summer, and I was just wearing these, like, old, really stinky uh, Steve Madden black flats, Mm -hmm. which I used to buy in bulk in college because I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's a staple for Audrey Hepburn, so it's a (laughs) staple for me. Um, Yeah, like a skinny jean and a ballet flat. Uh I mean, how chic. Yeah, Yeah. how chic, right? (laughs) And so I get to the gynecologist, and I have no socks, so I'm forced— to <gasps> keep on my flats, my no. disgusting, smelly oh, flats, no. and put them up in the stirrups. And no. I was so mortified. I was like, <gasps> for sure, my doctor thinks that either my feet smell or my vagina smells like my feet. And I just, it's just something that it haunts me to this day, even like five years later. Oh my you God. Had to, oh. Yeah, you had to make a decision. Do I want my my doctor to see me with shoes on in the stirrups <laughs> right. or smell my feet? Yeah. And yeah. there was no way to win. And no. I just love the idea of your doctor walking and be like, whatever, fine. <laughs> like, I'm not going to talk to you. That's your choice. You know? yeah. I just got to get in here and get out. Like, we're not going to oh. address the other problems oh, in this room. Yeah. And that, and that aspect, flats are very scary to me, terrifying. Oh. Mm-hmm. I okay. definitely remember, like, you had to buy those kinds of shoes in bulk because they would blow out. So frequently. Yes. Yeah. And I, I would say through to, so many. I remember going to Urban Outfitters and getting shoes for like $25 or whatever. <laughs> they were made, they were made out of cardboard. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. they yeah. were not made out of shoe material. The leprechaun would turn up his nose and oh. his shoes. There's He'd be, be disappointed in all of yeah, us. Because when you wear through the bottom and you can see the layers it's made up of, and you realize it was a thin layer of paint and then just various layers mm-hmm. of cardboard. And yeah. Yeah. there's you see it and it's proof and it's, it's very hurtful. Yeah, it's paper. Ugh, they're so great. And, like, they would just, like, rip, like, because they were all cheap. Like, they were all, mm-hmm. even, like, the expensive, when I would be like, I'm going to yeah. buy, expe- like, Delman flats at Lowman's. Um, <laughs> and you're like, these should be, f-. like, these shouldn't hurt because, like, they're nice. And, like, yeah. I would still take them off and just, like, my ankles are rubbed raw. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. just off. I don't, why yeah. did we do that? I, I, I truly, they're for a brutal. long time. For like five years. Five years. Yeah. If I had somewhere important to go that I couldn't deal with a blister, I would pre-wrap every yes. single toe and <gasps> the back of my heel to prevent rubbing. You know what I you know? That was smart. If you're walking into an interview and you, yes. you can't be limping into an interview, you want them to hire you. Yeah. That's a good point. And those shoes were all so flimsy that if your foot was bleeding, it would just, your shoe would just be covered in blood. You'd like yeah. you would look down and it would just be a shoe filled with blood. Yeah. You'd leave like footprints on the street of just blood. <laughs> like, I don't know if we could hire her whose shoes were filled with blood. <laughs> she was bleeding. She had other things going on. All right. So definitely a scary shoe. Yes. Yeah, yes. The scariest. Um, the next one I had thought of was the uh, toe shoes, the running shoes where it looks like a glove. Yeah. What are those All called? All the toes oh, are separated. Those are mm-hmm. awful. They're scary. I do they so, work? Yeah. Or are they? I, what, when I say work, I don't even know what I'm asking. <laughs> I was Wasn't there? Say, what do you mean? I, no, I heard a. I overheard a conversation about this, and I only heard part of it because I was walking away. So this is in no <laughs> way like trustworthy information. But I think I heard once 
Someone saying that the the Toshu people got sued because oh. they claimed that this was a better better for your body if you run in toe shoes, yeah. but then it's actually not. But again, I don't know if that's true or not. But it seems right. Again, in my heart tells me it's right. All right, I'm Googling it. They agreed. Okay, so Vibram. Okay, uh, we're, we're never going <laughs> to be sponsored by them, I guess. No. Also, I want to like. I just want to point out the name of these running shoes are the five finger running shoes. No, which no. is like no, no. So my toes are my finger. Like, how dare no. you? Like, no. it didn't, like it's like you're adding a layer of disgust onto mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. They agreed to settle a class action lawsuit. <laughs> this is a from RunnersWorld.com, May 6, thousand fourteen. You're right. They were sued that they made they made false and unsubstantiated claims. About the health benefits of its gloves-like footwear, they had to pay people. I, I remember for a period of time there were guys, and never a woman. It was always a man at the always gym. Oh yeah, I've never seen a woman. Well, never I mean, seen. I, a, I've never, never seen a woman in these. No, I'm sure she exists. If you're listening, sorry, that's gross. <laughs> and they were at the gym on the treadmill, and it was like no. kind of like a Ugh. like peacocking to everybody mm-hmm. else around. Like I am a high endurance. Like I'm a, a long high endurance. I don't. I'm so not an athlete. I don't even know the proper term. I'm a high endurance athlete and I have shoes with my toes separated. Did he have a bun? Was he wearing a bun? I bet he was wearing a bun. I recently just threw away toe socks, which were also an equally bad idea, but very popular for a long time. But at least mm-hmm. no one knew you were wearing toe yeah. socks unless <laughs> yeah. you were wearing only them or them with sandals, which I think was the intended yeah. way to wear toe socks. Oh. And I'm a socks and sandals apologist. <laughs> I I will wear a marled woods, a wool, a wood sock, a wool sock uh, with Birkenstocks if it's, you know, chilly but not cold. Okay, well, I'll AOC that. did that too, and she got photographed doing it, and so it's fine. Yes, yeah, so I would say fine. it's fine. Yeah, but it's I fine. just realized, do you have to wear toe socks if you're wearing those toe shoes, or do you have to go sockless? Oh. Sockless, oh. I believe. I think you're sockless. Yeah. I think you're sockless. I think they are both a shoe and a sock. Oh, I hate it more. That's so, so imagine gross. what those smell no. like. Oh, no. Oh, God. No. Oh, God. Oh, it's awful. That's the horror movie. Yeah, that's, yeah, they're scary shoes. See, in the remake of uh, the Leprechaun movie with Jennifer Aniston that we've been dreaming up, I would like the Leprechaun to wear toe sneakers. Toe sneakers. I say no, I want to be attracted to him. <laughs> right, it's like, it's like, that's the turnoff. Yeah, that's, that's the turnoff. <laughs> you pan Not down, the- you're like, I was unboarded until we got to the bottom. <laughs> Black teeth and homicidal tendencies are fine, but it's those toe shoes. Mm. Do you all remember, this was maybe seven, seven or eight years ago when it was the, the heelless heels, the high oh, heels without yes. heels? Nope. Oh, Lady yes. Gaga wore them a lot. Curse it. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who I was walking with her in Soho on our way to an event, and so she was wearing these heelless heels. Oh, no. And she cracked her ankle open <gasps> on the cobblestones because she's well, walking on a cobblestone oh, yeah. street on heelless heels. And no. she she messed up her ankle. And, like, of course you're going to because these shoes don't have a heel. No. I don't, they look like a magician wears them. Yeah. Like, they, were, they were so scary. Do you guys remember when foam shoes were really in? When I was a preteen, I think— I. I exclusively shopped at Payless. And for a a couple summers in a row, they were selling these sandals that were made exclusively from foam. And I thought that they were great because I could wear them in the rain and it didn't matter. (laughs) And I would jump in the pool and and I could suspend my body upside down because my shoes were floating because they were foam. They're buoyant. Yes. Those... Totally scary because you have zero grip. I mean, on the concrete, those are just wearing down <laughs> yeah. with every single step. Yeah. But I dang love them so much. Those were cute. They were all a giant platform too, right? They had yes. like a big platform. Oh, super yes. scary. Super, love those. Super scary. If you are walking on pavement that had been slicked with oil before, forget it. You are a, a, on a banana peel up in the air. Like I slept <laughs> on dog poop like that wearing my oh, own sandals. I flew into the air and landed right in the dog poop. <laughs> your shoes just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kept, they were so light. Yeah, but oh, girl, your feet looked good. Yeah, you look cool as hell. Or, or sh- shoes that are plastic, clear plastic, and then you can see the oh, person yeah. sweating oh. inside yeah. of the oh. shoe. Yeah, it's like breathing against a window. Yeah. <laughs> and they would, like, slowly discolor. Like, if they were, like, mm-hmm. a light color, yes. it would just, like, slowly, like, Yellow. film over with your yep. skin. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. The 90s was a terrible era for shoes. I, I, Elsa, I look at your list. I definitely had, like, those Steve Madden, like, yeah. the clunky loafers. I'm going to be honest, like, I've seen them back, like, in a more fashionable version recently, and I'm, it's like the one nineties thing where I'm like, I still kind of like them. I yeah. love them. 
I, I think love them. I like them. I like the concept of a platform loafer, but that specific black heavy foam, <laughs> like or plastic or rubber so, platform sole, and then that like nylon almost. Yeah. Uh, yes. They're not leather or even like fake leather. Like they're a fabric yeah. like around <laughs> plastic. Yeah. yeah. There's just, they just are so, like I'm off, like uh, give me a platform Gucci loafer. I will take that any day. But like <laughs> that specific shoe from Steve Madden, I find yeah. to be extra just like cringy. It's not, it's, it's not safe wrapped on top of not safe that <laughs> yes. you're putting your body on top of. Yes. Like three to four inches of not safe. Yeah, if someone were to throw a cigarette on the ground, your shoes would explode into flames <laughs> yes. and just yes. melt onto your legs. Yes. Yes. I had the sandal version and the closed-toed version for uh, for winter. I was really into that particular shoe. Yeah, the sandal one, like, I see it, and I'm like, how is this different from Rachel Comey? Like, how? I don't understand. <laughs> like, it's the same. <laughs> These are just, like, shitty clogs, and I love yeah. them. It, it, it was kind of like um, when you put a bell on a, and an animal, so you can always tell where the animal is. Any girl wearing those uh, yeah. Steve Madden platforms, you could hear the, the flap, 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 yeah. flap, yep. flap. I just, <laughs> yes. man, you always knew when the girls were just, coming. Keep a track of the cat. <laughs> I know there was there was one other Allison you had on the list. It was the um, Alexander McQueen alien shoes. Yeah, yeah. The lady again, Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. a, a footwear experimentalist, uh, wore yeah. them a lot, and they were they look actually physically sca- like they look like they come from a horror movie. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. So if you don't know what these shoes are, they basically look like an armadillo. If the armadillo yes. was like turned on its head while inside and then mm-hmm. they just like made a slit and the part of the slit was the heel and part of the slit was the front of the shoe. So you have to be fully like ballet on point to fit in these. Yes. And I don't actually know how your foot goes in because I've never tried them Mm-mm. or no. worn them. Well, they were like $2,000 too. Yeah. So that also scary. <laughs> I feel like she, like Lady Gaga still is committed to those and to like the Jeffrey Campbell, like the Lolita boots, like the big mm-hmm. platform with like the really skinny heel. Yes. And those were like from 2012 <laughs> or yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. I saw her like this year wearing them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I guess you're just you're like, this is it. Well, there are certain trends that I think you feel very drawn to and you forget that time moves on for mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Like yes. Kathleen yeah. had to, Kathleen and my boyfriend had to lovingly have a conversation with me about a pair of boot cut loose fitting jeans that I was wearing. Oh. <laughs> I looked like Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures you the couldn't. early years. <laughs> oh and no. They, and I just didn't understand that a loose fit boot cut had, had was no longer appropriate. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just, mm-hmm. it was a, again, just a blind spot. It yeah. happens to the best of us. <laughs> In the same vein, I'm really sad about having to retire my extensive collection of fur vests. You know, because oh. they're so cozy, but they're I just did. they're just not there anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah. I well, feel like yeah. those will come back. Like, you just have to put them, to in, them. Put them yeah. in a crate, put it in a basement, put a, a four-leaf four, clover yeah. on them, and in <laughs> 20 years, yeah. you're good to go. Yeah, just make sure when you sell your house, nobody comes in and accidentally brushes it off. And it's like, <laughs> it's weird that her stuff is here, but we don't care. We'll move in anyway. <laughs> and to be clear, they are a faux fur, just so people don't, oh, like, start yes, writing an yes. email. Excellent, yeah, yeah. excellent to call Beautiful out. Beautiful collection of faux. While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today. For generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone. Solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean 
every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. So the leprechaun has obviously been all over the place. I mean, he's been in North Dakota. He's been in space. He's been in the hood. He's been in Vegas. Like where, what what location would you want to see the leprechaun go? Mm. Uh, not necessarily for our Jennifer Aniston, Warwick Davis remake, but... But, but maybe, if, I mean, if we maybe, have thoughts about it. It can be it, yeah. that, but it can also be like, you know, another where you're just like, where's the like craziest, like let them go nuts B-movie style? Like what, what would be a location <laughs> that you really want to see. I would like them to go visit grandmother's house a la Mary-Kate and Ashley to grandmother's house we go. Oh, um, and it. the whole movie takes place in grandma's house and grandma trying to kill the leprechaun. Maybe grandson, granddaughter come over. Maybe there's a, a fresh direct food delivery at some point. The whole thing <laughs> is grandma's house. There's a lot of crochet and grandma has a lot of shoes from over the years. So oh, the leprechaun absolutely. is oh. preoccupied for part of the movie with absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and like they're very, the, her shoes are probably a lot like his. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, a square. Yeah. Right, he, he keeps getting confused. Right. He's like, did I already clean these? Like, did I already shine right. these? Are these my shoes? Are the grandma's <laughs> shoes? In my mind, she also has like a lot of vintage. Like, she could have mm-hmm. some really mm-hmm. nice shoes, and he. So that's more interesting to him, I imagine. Than, yeah. yeah. He's a you know, detailed man. Yeah. yeah. And she has yeah. lucky charms in the house because, like, that's what the grandkids like to eat. Oh, and, oh yes. And grandma's probably Irish and Catholic, so she's got a lot of crosses. Mm-hmm. I would like to see grandma hold up a cross to the leprechaun, and he's like, ah! And then he's like, wait, I'm not a vampire. I'm still going to kill you. Kathleen, yeah. this is yeah. a whole film. Like, yeah. this is— I'm in. This should be—yeah, someone should buy this pitch from you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, I think I would want to see the leprechaun start some sort of um, like a farm, like a local farm mm-hmm. where he has okay. to go to the Ooh, farmer's okay. market every mm-hmm. weekend. Yes. And, you know, watch it, watch the hilarity ensue as he tries to learn about artisanal goat cheese making. And, <laughs> and, you know, how does he get along with the animals? And how does he get along with, you know, working at the farmer's market and all of the different types of customers? And then he's going to get a little like frustrated with them yes. if they're really specific about the questions they have. I think seeing him you know, really a fish-out-of-water tale about a Mm -hmm. tiny leprechaun in a goat farm. I like that. (laughs) I love that. I I also feel like a lot of, like, a lot of probably what he's used to doing is exactly, like, what, say, a person with money would want. Like, oh, these are organic? It's like, well, yes, I'm a leprechaun. I'm I'm a thousand years old. I don't know how (laughs) else to do it. Yes, like, I I just, yeah, what's a GMO? Like, he doesn't know. know? And they're like, yes. Exactly. They just yeah. assume he's a very short, well-dressed man. And he's like, yeah. we absolutely will buy your, you know, organic yeah. wool and, yeah, and unsalted think, Irish butter. And if money is tough, you know, when he has to start, like, opening up his farm to goat yoga and have a bunch of white ladies run in and start, you know, doing downward dog, and he's just mm-hmm. very oh frustrated. Yeah. This is a movie that I would watch. I, you know I, Absolutely. What? I want to take it one step further, Bethany, and say that in your version, the leprechaun is also an environmental uh, enthusiast because— big part of his life, rainbows. And, oh, yeah. you know, raining, rainbows, the environment, goat mm-hmm. yoga. I think it all ties together really perfectly. Thank yeah. you. Thank You're welcome. you. You're welcome. Hallie, do you have one? Yeah, I, I was thinking, you know, he does go back to the hood. So we yeah. have him return to the hood. <laughs> I, I say in my movie, I would like to see him go back to space, but he ends up going to the International Space Station. Okay. So these are actual astronauts. <laughs> yes. You know, maybe somebody, I think maybe uh, what I'm imagining is like somebody finds like a piece of gold and they send it, you know, because you can send the mail, like yeah. they get deliveries up there. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and unfortunately, because somebody has gifted them, you know, a school teacher for her class, whatever, a piece of gold from the leprechaun, the leprechaun then makes his way way up to the International Space Station <laughs> yeah. and wreaks havoc. Yeah, um, I love you know, this. I, that, that is, I personally, I, I just like it. Space feels better to me than yeah. any other location. In my head, I'm picturing, too, at one point, things become so chaotic that we just pull out, we see the International, International Space Station, but it's just spinning really, really, really fast yes. because everyone <laughs> yes. inside is running and, like, fighting for their lives. Perfect. Very fun. Absolutely. 
Um, the one that I would like to see is him at like a tech startup, I guess. <laughs> okay, great. Like an, great. the office of a tech startup. And like specifically like what we all know a tech startup was in like 2015. So like mm-hmm. there's a lot of like um, activities. Because like he, the man loves a prop. Yeah, he loves like uh you know using toys for evil and like they have like foosball tables and like all of the like cereal things where you like pull the lever and you can have whatever cereal you want at the yep. kitchen like you know there's like nightmare co- I just think that he would cause a lot of havoc mm-hmm. um but then like that they would also like not like the people working there would be like this is so cool. Like they would right. be like there would be like yeah. a lot of miscommunications about the evil. Yeah, um, he's a genius. He's yeah. Elon yes. Musk. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, everybody would be like, he's so smart. I mean, let's get him in an incubator and really start to like flesh out some of these ideas. And he's like, I'm just here to create chaos. Yeah. And they're like, chaos, yes. Let's yeah. disrupt. <laughs> like <laughs> And all his ideas are shoe-based. Yes. Like they somehow go, it's like, and then also I end up with a lot of shoes I get to polish. Yeah. Ooh, and then he and- like buys the company and calls it Leprechaun, but like just drops <gasps> one vowel. Oh, oh my God. God. You know how I feel about dropping vowels. <laughs> I would love to see him at a startup where they're making smart shoes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's like how he tracks his victims. Mm-hmm. Like Jen Aniston buys a pair from a away. startup. And then he's like, wait a minute. I remember her. I want my revenge. They you all can track have a her. tiny piece of gold in them. Oh. 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 It's you you're set up to fail. You buy the yeah. shoes and now you're going to be haunted yeah. and haunted. It's, and it's like anti-consumers. Yeah. <laughs> love it. I think wow, we wrote a movie it. right here. Wow. Um, also, I would like Jennifer Aniston to play herself. Mm, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Like she yes. has received these for free, you know, yeah, like in a, a, a grab spokeswoman, bag. Jennifer Aniston, yes. purchases yes. shoes. Or she yes. gets them or in a gift them bag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're like they're Oscar swag. Yep. Yep, exactly. Yes. And oh my God. I want to see a comeback of those jean, the embroidered jean shorts that she wore throughout the entire movie. Loved mm-hmm. them. Cute as hell. Look great with a leather jacket. I would like to yeah. see that outfit recreated in the yeah. remake. Yeah. And speaking of speaking of uh, shoes and, and this whole look, I was going to do research and then I just forgot. I wonder how much money L.A. Gear threw in mm. to this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm, because yeah. not only were there tons of close-ups on her sneakers, but at one point she's walking around and they do just a real tight close-up of the L.A. Gear logo. I think it's when she's in the hospital. Mm. Sounds right. And I have a feeling if— I have a feeling L.A. Gear threw in some money. Yeah. And did they ask for it back when they saw the movie? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sorry, like, we misunderstood what this was. <laughs> Well, ladies, we've had such a fun time with you. Thank you so much for doing this. We just had one more segment we wanted to provide for all of our guests that we have on our after shows. We want to make for them a bespoke horror movie for them to be in. And so we just had a couple of questions, and then Alice and I will sort of workshop an yeah. idea for you. So my first question is, for your horror movie, for you both to star in, okay. are we doing slasher, ghost, or a creature of some sort? Mm. Bethany, Ooh. on three. You ready? Yeah. One, One two, two, three. three. Ghost. ghost. Great. Ghost. Yes. Great. All right. Same Great. page. Ghost. Okay. All right. And then, um, oh, I guess I put supernatural or realistic. Uh, it's supernatural. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. We all agree ghosts are in some way supernatural. Yes. And then finally, do you both survive or does one of you survive or are you both not making out of this, making out of this mm. alive? Oh, I think, Kathleen, I think only one of us can survive. I think okay. the other one has to really make... Whoa. Make a sacrifice, yeah, you know? I think that I probably die because your legs are longer and you can run faster. See, and I, I was going to say I probably die because I feel like you have more of a joie de vivre, whereas I'm kind of low-key, no. low energy. And so you have a better, like, you're going to make it through to the next movie and help sell that movie. Okay. Mm. All right. I can't. So, I mean, I don't know. I, you've always wanted to. Um, you've always said that if I die, you're going to marry my husband. So, this like, is true. I was just opening up that opportunity <laughs> for you. Ooh, you know, you know okay. what? Thank you. You're welcome. Um, you know. So let's say Kathleen dies, and I live, and then marry her husband. Yeah. Great. Okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here are my first yeah. thoughts, Allison. Right. So we're already. I've been thinking a lot about Irish mythology. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining adjacent to this is perhaps in the Leprechaun universe. Okay. You two get a fantastic opportunity and all pay vacation to Ireland. However, when you go there, you're taking the tour, you're seeing it as gorgeous. You encounter a banshee, which is another fabulous entity. I think it's a ghost, I want to say. Allison, back me up on this. Yeah, it's a ghost. What (laughs) is a banshee? I don't know what a banshee is. It's like a screaming lady, right? Yeah, I know they're loud. 
Yes, that's why um, my mom always used to say to my brother screaming. and I when we were yeah. acting up, like, stop being banshees. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yes, a banshee is, is so it's for the old Irish, is a female spirit in Irish folklore who heralds the death of a family member, usually by wailing, shrieking, or keening. Okay. Whoa. So you guys, so the whole movie, you were dealing with this banshee, and which is screaming, and you eventually realize one of you will die. Mm. But you don't know the whole movie which one it will be. Kathleen, we've decided it's going to be you. Yes. However— that doesn't mean your life is over. Kathleen, you become a ghost. <gasps> okay, and Bethany, you do marry your husband, but actually it ends up being like a really positive, like thruple situation. <laughs> so Kathleen, yes, you bought, your body has died, but you live on. And honestly, you continue to do the podcast because as we've seen in movies, a lot of ghosts could talk. So oh, there's no yeah. reason we shouldn't yeah. be able to. I'm cool with that. I, you know what? If, if they have a microphone in heaven, I am, uh, I'm monopolizing it. I think you could just show up in the room and then leave again. <laughs> you know? You could do it live. But I do like the idea that you have to do it remotely and you are in heaven. I yeah. think that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I actually, it's probably going to be a better signal than we often get when we're trying to yes. record our yes. podcast. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. we might as well be in heaven when we were recording this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, guys, this has been absolute heaven. Oh, my God. Thank Aww. you for giving me that perfect it segue. It really has. Thank you yeah, so much for having time. us. We were thrilled to be here. <laughs> um, again, please listen to An Acquired Taste, Bethany and Kathleen's phenomenal podcast. It was an absolute pleasure, you guys. Yeah. Oh, follow them. You. Follow the podcast. Listen to them. Um, listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. And we can't wait to have you back presumably for the other six movies in the Leprechaun franchise. Yeah, as we work our way through uh, the Leprechaun's journeys, yes. uh, we'll have to keep checking in with you guys and just seeing kind of like, what's up? Are we still attracted? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> we will We will be here for Leprechaun, Too Fast, Too Furious, Leprechaun. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Tokyo Drift, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> and to everyone at home, as always, we as ask of you, always, please. must. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Bye. Bye. Ruined is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack.